What's up, everyone? And this is Next Level Thinking. What's up, everyone? It's another episode of Next Level Thinking, where we always bring you inspirational guests to help you bring it to the next level. It's your host, Chris Holmes, and always. But today we have a lovely guest by the name of Kiara Pittman. Awesome, awesome. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself so they can have a feel of your story. Okay, well, hey, y'all. My name is Kiara. I'm the host and creator of the podcast For Realness Sake. Um, I am a Navy veteran. I'm an MSW graduate student. um, And I'm an all-around just positive person. I represent sisterhood and, and authenticity in all platforms. Awesome. So it sounds like you're pretty round-rounded. <laughs> and don't I try sm- to be. And it also sounds like don't want to smile for you either. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we do what we need to do. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. So I want to like, uh, so who were you in the beginning? So tell me about like your childhood growing up, and then we're going to go dive a little bit deeper. So we can get the story of who you are. Oh, okay. So starting with my childhood. Oof. Yeah. Like how, how did this person form today? Okay, um, I was raised by my grandmother until I was about six years old. Um, my mom was in the military herself, so she traveled a bit. Um, and I believe that's where I got like my foundation of just caring about other people and wanting to know what, you know, what they love and what makes them happy. Um, I think I, I definitely got that from my grandma. She had such a loving spirit. And then just as I grew up um, living with my mom and having to go through those different things as a teenager with my mom, I, I wanted an outlet um, to be able to share like the things that I, that I was feeling at that time and maybe didn't feel like I had an opportunity or a safe space to share um, those things. So as I grew up, that's always been in my mind to create a space for women to have, you know, to have an open platform to share what they really might be going through. Um, As crazy as it may sound or as, you know, unique as they believe their situation is, it never is. And so throughout my childhood, uh, you know, I went to high school, um, joined the military at 18. And I so you dove right in. So it's like you dove right into it from like, um, I guess, your parents being in it. Yeah, my mom, she was in the military. I come from, uh, most people in my family um, went to the military. And so it was sort of like, um, I wanted to go to college, but I didn't have the funds to go. And so I knew that if I was going to leave the nest, um, I needed a plan. I've always been like, even as a kid, I think I've always been like a super planner. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, if I'm going to leave, I I don't want to come back. If I'm gone, I'm gone. And so the military seemed like the best option. And it was the best option for me at that time. Um, so I could, you know, gain some independence, start saving some money. And then oh, about, you couldn't wait for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was ready to go. I was like, oh, I'm 18. It's time to go. I'm grown. I can do whatever. <laughs> I'm in the military too. Mm-mm, I ain't gonna. Y'all paying me and I have a place to stay. Yes. I see, see, the, personality, <laughs> see the personality came out there. Y'all paying me. <laughs> yeah. Y'all paying me. I got to go. Yeah, I gotta go where the money reside, right? <laughs> I ain't mad at you collect your coins. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I went. Um, I did eight years, and along that time, I really grew up. I had to find myself um, and figure out who I really was during that time, and it was quite a journey. 
Yep, and that's what it's all about. Like you're, throughout your journey, you get to find out who you are, and you overcome different obstacles, and you learn lessons along the way, and that's how you find. I mean, built the person you are today. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so so tell us a little bit a little more about the military experience, and then we'll get into the, all the other accolades you got going on. So I know you got oh. some kind of this. Oh, she, she had to take a breath, y'all. <laughs> you better tell us. <laughs> Woo! I would say that the military is. Um, it's what you make it. I would say that I was, you know, blessed to be in California for the first five years of my uh, military career. And with that, I was in a a heavily uh, male, white male dominated field. Um, And so I was always one of maybe three black women, most times the only uh, black woman in my division. And so that came with this own trials because obviously yeah obviously like white men they have a predisposition of black women it doesn't matter um you know what you bring to the table they're gonna assume you're angry they're gonna assume you have an attitude they're gonna okay assume... so i know you're frustrated with that you're like really <laughs> really like oh, why oh I got yeah it? oh yeah and i was young i was you know i went in at well i was 19 when i finally got to my first command and so, yeah, I, I was, you know, very angry at the fact that, you know, you guys don't even know me. I barely know myself, but I've been all these labels have been placed on me no, um, just by. Either. Yeah, not me, just by seeing me, you know, so I sort of became that it's like, OK, if that's what you guys want. This is exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get this angry black girl because I don't want to be here. And I know you guys don't want me here. So that was sort of like a dark time because I felt like I was, you know, fighting just to be who I was and and losing, losing that battle. And they were trying to make you something that you weren't. So you were fighting to be yourself the whole time, basically. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, But through that, uh, the, the job in itself wasn't so bad. The experience in itself wasn't so bad. I found friends outside of my command who are also in the military, black women, of course, um, and we were able to connect and sort of decompress after, you know, our days of working and, you know, tired like of some relief from right there. You're like, I can always, always. And that's the thing, because I always knew that black women were like, I, I, I'm a black woman. I feel like black women are lit. And so when I, I always lit. had this, <laughs> yes. And so I, I always and not and not knowing always wanted to surround myself about around other women that look like me and sort of share whatever my values were and even though I didn't always go about it the right way I always found myself you know being around black women and that always gave me it made me feel powerful it was my superpower being able to relate to women who felt the same way I did were going through the same thing I was and we could sort of just like get through it knowing that yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and plug this in. So it's always it's very good that you can find people who are like minded because that's when you get a lot of great ideas and much more. And because yeah. instead of feeling like an outsider of the previous like environment, you were like really like I'm getting all the stereotypes and things getting thrown at me, and they're trying mm-hmm. to tell me who I am or try to change who I am, so I can know you were fighting against that versus what you're doing now. So I know that's a yeah. completely different three sixty. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I was when I left that command, um, that job there in San Diego. I was relieved, happy. You, you, you know, I was like a balloon. I was floating on air at that <laughs> point, <laughs> right? And did not look back whatsoever. Um, and then after that, I was able to go to Jacksonville for my next command in the military, and I was there for three years. And that command was totally different. I was surrounded by black women. I was doing, um, I had went special programs so that I could become an addiction counselor uh, in the military. And so I was surrounded by tons of, of empathetic people in general um, and people who were just, you know, overall understanding of other people's needs and, and what other people may be going through. So I think that's sort of where I came into the mind of, oh, I want to do this. You know, I don't really want to be in the military anymore, but I definitely love the, the, the counselor therapy, social work, human service aspect of what I was doing at that time. Yep. And the, uh, it's funny how life, how it goes, because you have to leave from a situation to appreciate where you're going. Because exactly. I guarantee you, if you didn't go through the environment you was previously, you wouldn't be so appreciative of where you're going now. Right. <laughs> So, okay, so let's go into all the uh, avenues that you got going on. So I can tell you, matter of fact, you take the lead because you obvious, like pretty much put out there that you are supporting the sisters. Yeah, like, one, yes. yes look, she started shaking her. She was like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. That is my church. I think that sisterhood is something that I embrace. I feel like I had a hand in creating it, especially here and where I live in Tampa. Um, and it, it's pretty much what I pride my podcast on. It's what I pride my brand for realness sake on. Um, and it is that womanhood and togetherness that I feel sisterhood creates. Yep. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and throw you another alley. This is like God's turn. So I'm going to throw you an alley loop <laughs> on this one. Uh, okay. So we, we couldn't make it. No almost anywhere without the women. So the women are a big support. And the, see, look, she's like, <laughs> like, facts. Facts. So I'm Black women. Ahead. Yes. <laughs> like, even in the movie Black Panther, like, what was most of the military army behind them? Women. Exactly. <laughs> every, we, we, listen, don't get me started. I, Black women carry the culture. Our whole being is, is on Black women's back. We just, we, we got y'all, period. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> so, like, where did like how did that start? What like what was the spark that kind of like, kicked that off? Was it like the uh, past? You know, as you're going throughout your life, you're like, oh, I need to do this, or was it something else? So, starting the podcast in general came from a need that I felt like I I, I felt like I didn't have at that time, and that was pretty much just like an outlet for me to like share my. Like your yeah, voice. exactly. I found my voice uh, through the podcast. And that whole journey in itself was something where, oh, my gosh, I didn't even think that I could could do it. Um, I may have recorded my first episode like 40 times. <laughs> just the intro. Just trying to say you ain't never lie. This is <laughs> always the first one where you're like, OK, let's do the video. I was recording. <laughs> oh, it is recording. Do I sound good? I'm not repeating myself, am I? Like, wait, wait, right. wait. Y'all gonna delete this, right? <laughs> exactly. I swear it was, it had to be like 40 times. And I was, it was just a 10 minute soundbite, just me saying, hey, I have a podcast, blah, blah. And it, it took me forever because I was so much in my mind that I forgot the, my why in doing it. 
And so my why was just to create a safe space for women to be themselves authentically and to share real issues that we have that we may not feel um, open to talk about. Um, And that goes with relationships, that goes with mental health and personal feelings. Um, And just like a career oriented women as well, we all get on and just share our struggles and in our our, uh, uh, positive times as well. So it, it was it's been quite a journey to get to this point, but I would say it all started because I didn't have that. So I became what I needed for other women. All right. So I'm going to lean on you for this one. Do you okay. feel like, yeah, I'm lean on you. <laughs> so do you feel like more common than, or more often than people realize women are looking for a space to voice their opinions without being attacked from the social aspect of their things? Yeah, I think that if I'm speaking specifically for Black women, I have to quote Malcolm X, and we're the most disrespected, you know, the most disregarded, um, but we're also the most willing and able to help someone else. And so with that, you know, us being labeled as these strong women, these angry women, you know, these survivors is what we are. Um, you know, we don't always have to be that. That's not us. I can be strong and I can survive and I can also be compassionate and caring and sensitive, you know, and happy. And so I think that me creating this space for women to be those things opens up that conversation and say, hey, we're not just that, you know, we are also these things as well. And it is difficult if people who have those preconceived notions of who black women are to see us in that side, they might not know how to take it, but we're here and we're thriving and we're happy. Exactly. Y'all can smile too. Go ahead. So you, yeah. you, know you want to look at that, look at that smile. <laughs> yes. I love to smile. I love to be happy. And I, I love positivity and growth. So yeah, yeah cause yeah. it makes you feel good. It makes you want to walk around, do some great things. And nobody exactly. want to walk around all mad all the time. <laughs> I remember one of my family members like was talking about, to another one like what's wrong with you like do you just wake up mad like you need to go back in bed and do that over again <laughs> like what's wrong with you get out of here with that or right i'll put myself in the spotlight I, i'll never will forget i came into the house with a bad mood and she looked yeah it was just a sister family looked dead in the face and said i don't know what you came in with but you need to take it back out i was okay. like okay <laughs> like all right <laughs> let me take this Get trash back outside <laughs> right <laughs> cool cool so like of course you have your podcast platform which is um excellent you know go ahead and do your thing you know you know you want to smile thank you <laughs> always <laughs> it's a blessing awesome awesome so like what do you think are or even more solutions to help to make women feel like they can actually voice their opinion without feeling attacked. Do you think like this is going to be something that's going to be built over time or do you have some ideas going on? Yeah. Yeah. I think that any, anytime you're trying to change the narrative of something, you have to first be honest. Um, And I think that having a podcast that does thrive off of honesty and authenticity is a, is a good place to start. Um, I think that also letting women know that they're not unique in a sense where you're not the only person that has gone through something or you're not the only person that has felt X, Y, Z feeling. 
And so with you sharing what your story is, that, that opens up for other people to also share. So it, it creates like a long lasting conversation of, hey, I know someone who has been through this or I've gone through this. This is the steps that I've taken. These are steps that you can also take or, you know, let's brainstorm, let's talk about it. I think that, you know, that's that's my goal, you know, long term. And, and it's so far it's been working. Yep, and it's going to keep on working, keep on climbing. Yeah, keep on speak climbing. it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking into existence. So, like, um, if you, if it's okay with you, like, any future projects you have going on to give, like, hope or, like, em- empowerment going to this? Because, you know, we just started this year. We, yes, we just started. I was about to say 2020, but I, I didn't want to get cussed out. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> we trying to move past that. Leave that behind. <laughs> Um, future projects, I think that right now, anything that I have going on is virtual because of COVID. Uh, last year, I celebrated the first year of my podcast by holding a sisterhood event. Thank you. You're welcome. And I wanted to do something like that again, but just with COVID not seeming to let up, I'm not sure what that looks like. Um, but I always like to start the year off with like motivational sort of interviews, um, to get people going for the year. And, and last year I did like an empowerment series. And I was thinking of continuing with that, um, just like a women empowerment by having other women come on the show and sort of like talk about what motivates them, uh, what empowers them and, what, and how they're inspiring other women to do just the same. Awesome, awesome, glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want to throw this question. Um, I'll let you. Sure. So, of course, this is a time where we see a lot more women going to independency and doing a lot of great things and being the alpha at times. Mm-hmm. But how, how would you tell other women out there that it's okay to be vulnerable? Because that, I know that's, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not asking this, you're taking this one. <laughs> <laughs> Because oh. I feel like that's a very tough one, especially nowadays with like all the stereotypes and then you, for women have overcome so many obstacles to get in certain positions so they can start moving forward. So what do you, yeah. how do you feel on that? Well, I'll tell you a short story for that. So when I was, um, I was getting my bachelor's at the time, but I was also in a um, Navy training program to become an addictions counselor. And pr- I was about 24 at the time. And prior to being 24, I had never really been honest about who I was. Like, I, well, first of all, I didn't really know what that meant. Like, who am I? I don't know, you know. Um, but during that time, going through this parallel process and like doing group training and also trying to learn how to counsel other people, my uh, mentor counselor at the time told me that I was inauthentic and I wouldn't make it as a counselor because I was unable to be honest with myself. And I was kind of like, you know, excuse me. Like, you're like, did you just step on my toes? Like, wait a minute. Right. Like she was in my business and I was like, okay. So she told me to take my mask off. This was before future. You know what I'm saying? She was like, you need (laughs) she was like, you need to take your mask off because you're not going to help anybody if you go in doing what you're doing right now you're not going to make it through this program I was like wow but up until that point like I said that was my first time like even being presented with that knowing that I wasn't being being called out for that and so I was scared to be vulnerable I thought that people would judge me or that people would 
Um, just think that, I don't know. I didn't know what I thought. I just thought that it, people wouldn't like it. I think I was a people pleaser. I know I was during that time. And so to say like, even no was a struggle for me. And so I thought that vulnerability meant weakness, but through that program and through teaching others, I learned that vulnerability is actually a strength. And if you have the ability to stand in who you are, regardless of what anybody else has to say about it, you know, owning your stuff, number one, um, being honest about how you feel. That's number one. (laughs) You got to own your stuff first. And then being honest about what you need and who you are, that is so strong. And I could never take that away from anyone. And I will always empower people to be strong, be authentic in who you are. And that involves being vulnerable. Well said. I'm going yeah. to uh, collect all that <laughs> the silence in the, room, in the room. You know, people have people like, you like, you had a sister like, damn, she had to say it like that. <laughs> Woman, why that? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> That is very true. And it's just something about like being complete, like I'm going to use this analogy, like completely yeah. naked. To that's make- what it is. Yeah. And just revealing who you are, because that's how you yeah. actually make the biggest impact into others. Because nobody wants yeah. to see no sugar, uh, all pretty, funny, like, right. I, like, I can't relate to that. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I've been through some stuff. So if I see some primed and prime sister, no, no, you know, disregards to what she's going through. But sis, I know you you haven't always been something has happened. You scraped your knee at some point in your life or you know, got a band-aid. I don't know. You got something, you got some, you got some kind of mark. Or something. I, I just throw it around. That's like um, let's say the person comes and yes, I'm Mr. Holmes. And I would like <laughs> to tell you about all of my greatness and success. Mm-mm. And you're like, oh my goodness, here come this one. And then here comes this person. I'm like, hey, look, I just made six figures, but I used to be in the dope game, man. They used to blow me. In the- <laughs> you, you know what? You, 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 my I, I gotta listen to you. You got a story to tell. <laughs> See, I just I, I, into- <laughs> Yeah, and I will also say that it's not uh, there's a there's this thing going around now where people are saying you know i got it out the mud you know i, I had to mud. go through the struggle and it's like okay like we acknowledge your struggle and we appreciate where you are now but everyone doesn't have to get it out the mud right everyone didn't have that same struggle but mm-hmm. whatever you did have to do whatever you went through or, or didn't go through just be honest about it because i can respect the honesty and the genuineness before i can respect that you was you know fed a silver spoon or whatever if you if you were rich and and you just you know you 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 got through your childhood with no problems just say that you know yeah Yeah. so we can see you as what you are and if you had to go through and you know you was an orphan and lord have mercy you just went through all this stuff (laughs) just say (laughs) say that too sis we want to hear that too just be you be that's the message exactly that's the message that we put in be yourself you can be tall small you know what athletic skill painting all that much (laughs) you cooking chitlins every day oh I can't eat chillings all day but, <laughs> but do you yes do you yeah, yeah so whatever makes you happy so like uh any closing comments that you want to leave with the people and then make sure you uh tell them where they can find you all that yeah uh, i would just say thank you to chris so much for having me here i really appreciated the opportunity to share thank a you, piece man. of my story 
Um, for any of my list or any of your listeners, I'm sorry, who are interested in learning more about my story and the women who I speak with, you can find me on Instagram at four.realness.sake. You can find my podcast for realness sake on all major platforms, including Pandora, iHeart, Apple, Spotify, Google, and all the rest of them. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now, wait, wait a minute. I need you to drop the whole mic. So drop a few, uh, go ahead and give them a closing words. You know, that's something's going to make them think like, dang, I need to check huh. it out. Oh, look, okay. <laughs> you, you need a, drop, a mic drop moment? Okay. Yes, yeah, so I need a stage exit left moment. <laughs> uh, all I can say is it's so beautiful when you can look at yourself in the mirror and love who that person is. And it may not come in one day. It may take loads of therapy and loads of you know, reflection. But once you get there, it's such a beautiful feeling. So try that. Everyone else is taken. Try being yourself and see what that gets you. God, dang, you know, busting my mic. I got to replace another one again. That's what I was looking <laughs> oh, for. <please>. you. <laughs> but those are strong word-wise words. I appreciate it. So I had to just bring it out of you. That thing, yeah. Now I got to replace the whole mic. So I got to put this one back in there. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> hey, I told you I like to have fun. I ain't got no sense. <laughs> so with that, we're going to close out this another fantastic episode of Next Level Thinking. It's your host, Chris yeah. Holmes, helping you elevate to the next level. And I have my special guest by the name of... Kiara Pittman. Hey, make sure you subscribe, comment, and make uh, sure you keep sharing the world so we can inspire the world and people just take their life to a way outside the comfort zone because you you deserve everything. And you deserve everything yours. And it's time for you to take it to the next level. Peace and much love. Bye, y'all.